Welcome to the Sippy Girls podcast. Sippy Girls is about the adventures of outdoor sorority sisters. Encouraging women in Mississippi to push their limits. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Sippy Girls. We have myself, Ivana Williams, and Ashley Jones. Ashley Dead Eye Jones, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, y'all. Ashley Dead Eye Jones from History Channel Swamp People. All my fans that are watching, I know y'all miss me. About to get back out there. <laughs> yeah. So this is our first episode ever, and uh, we've actually started Sippy Girls about a year ago. So this is our first time to be actually on our own podcast instead of being guest on other people's podcasts, which is exciting for both me and Ashley. I, I know I'm a little nervous. What about you? You know, you'd think I'd be more nervous to go out and hunt gators, but I'm a little nervous. Yeah, I've been I've been trying to think about what we were going to talk about all week, and I know me and you have talked about it, and we were going to you know talk about how Sippy Girls began and all that. But um, I was just going to ask you a few questions if you don't mind. Yeah, I think that the nervousness is just the excitement. Exactly. So um, last year, whenever we began Sippy Girls, so we're just going to get right into it. What was your thoughts whenever I came up to you and said, hey, this would be, make a great show? What do you think about starting it? Well, you know, when you came to me with the idea, I thought it was a great idea. But then it really got me to thinking, you know, there should be something like that. You know, and there really should be. But then after realizing that there isn't, just this past year has been amazing. I've met some really incredible girls that, you know, I love listening to their story. And, I mean, we've got some incredible women. And we just opened membership for it. So now you can actually become a Sippy Girls member. And you can, you know, if you want to go to our website, sippygirls.org. And you can join, become a member, and be a part of this group. But, yeah, just like you said, the people that are now in this group, I had the, I was lucky enough to go to dinner with them, uh, a few of the girls. And after extravaganza, which we'll talk about that in just a second. But um, I was just asking them about their stories of, you know, why do they want to join this group? And everybody has a different you know, purpose, right? And everybody had a different response and reason why they want to join, but the primary focus was that they wanted to be a part of something more than just themselves going outdoors. They wanted to give back and then also, you know, be a part of something with a bunch of other women that think the same way they do. So, I mean, I don't know how it is for you. I mean, well, people see me on the show and forget that I'm a regular person. So when I get to be at the extravaganza and places like that and I get to share with other moms the same frustrations that they live on an everyday basis too, it's like we have a lot in common. Right. Yeah, and speaking of the extravaganza, so that was this past weekend and we were both, I and uh, Ashley were fortunate enough to have a little booth and in the celebrity section, I I don't feel like I'm up to Ashley's. Uh, celebrity status, but we were at least, you know, lucky enough to have a booth by her and Dan Robinson. We were thinking about having him on the show, and uh, he unfortunately lost his voice after the three days. So we we'll have him on the show maybe maybe in a few weeks whenever he recovers from 
his uh all that talking he had to do this past weekend. But um so another thing we were talking about with the show is again it goes back to that outline, right? That I was telling you about what I was wanting to talk about. You remember me saying yeah. calling you up So I had called Ashley up and talked about, you know, I'm trying to be as professional as possible because I don't know much about podcasts. You know, this is our first time. And I was trying to think of what my outline was going to be for this week. Well, while we were discussing some of that stuff, a little, I guess, adversity was thrown at myself. And at first I was a little upset. I was kind of like, you know, I just announced that we were going to have a podcast and all of a sudden this adversity comes my way and it was like why now of of any day and uh I started realizing well why am I mad and I, I guess it's just human nature to be mad when something doesn't go your way however I took that as a lesson learned right so well let's back up go ahead <laughs> let's um for everybody listening that doesn't really know it was just a bump in the road or right yeah no it's it's not really even a bump in the road. It was just uh, something that was kind of threw me off guard. Well, probably it was meant to be a dead end. Yes, sign. exactly. And you know, Ashley and I know what what caused it, um, and we're not going to discuss that because that person. I feel like that person wants that publicity behind them, and we're just not going to give it to them. But that was supposed to be a stopping point. Let me mess with these girls let me stop what they're doing and yeah I was mad at first but I realized you know I shouldn't be mad I shouldn't even focus on that issue because if I take my mind and my goals off that or on to that issue and off my goals well then I'm losing sight of what is meant to be so by not focusing on the bad in life and this goes back to just lesson learned life lesson right so instead of focusing on the bad of life if you think of the good and all the things that we are here to accomplish and what we plan to accomplish with sipping girls and just in general in our life well then we can strive on we can continue trucking along right so that's something that kind of hit home with me and it was like god was just saying talk about this this week you know, I don't know who's listening or who needs to hear it, if anybody. But Everybody needs to hear it, that everything that's thrown at you negatively or you feel like it at that time, for instance, um, just to get in completely off subject here, I interviewed for a spot on one of the Mississippi Blood um, public broadcasting stations. I'll, you know, I won't say the name, but I was super excited to be a – female co-host on the show for the first time in a really long time and I don't think that they've still haven't filled that position yet but just I was really excited to do it and I really had my hopes up and when they didn't offer me that position I was really let down but they if I would have been offered that position when they came to me about doing swamp people I would have been under a contract and I would have never been able to do it and just the opportunities that I've had since being able to do that and just the amount of confidence that that gave me to be able to do something and take it as far as I did, you know. And right. when I get to talk to people like you, like 
if I would have used that as a just dead end road and not ever pursued what I wanted to do, I wouldn't be sitting right here being able to say I've done one of the coolest things in the world. And I don't mean that boastfully, you know, I I really did. I think a lot of people think that. I mean, you're a female out there wrestling alligators. I mean, who can say that? So it is it is accomplishment. And I know that you don't go out and brag about it by any means because just like when we were at Mistletoe, right, how I wanted to go around telling people like, oh, this is my friend Ashley. She's on Swamp People and brag about you. And you're like, oh, no, it's 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 nothing. And then you were doing the same for me. I'm the opposite. Yeah. I'm, like, so proud of you. And I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm nothing. Don't worry about me. So it's just funny how we really, like, hit it off. And it, and the first time we met, you know, um, whenever we met, we were at the Snake Grabbing Rodeo at Lake Washington. And I was actually escorting Cy Robertson from Duck Dynasty to that rodeo. And it was for, uh, you know, a fundraiser. And then here comes Ashley walking in to the cabin that we were at. And all of a sudden, like, I look at Ashley and we both stopped. And both probably the same time was like, do I know you from somewhere? Yeah. It was weird. I've never met her before. Never watched the show before. I didn't know who she was. And it was this weird connection. Like, we're just, we were automatically best friends. It was like when I looked at you. It was like we had stopped a conversation mm-hmm. and needed to pick it back up, and we didn't know where we left off. Right. That's that's perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just like that, you never know what's going to come in your life, and you don't know what God has for your life. So, in my opinion, I just kind of go with the flow, which I feel like is that's God's leading me in the right direction. And... um and it's even like it, little things where God's winking at us. Right. Like you're doing good, girl. Right. I like that. And, you know, not everybody, even if you don't, you're not spiritual, you don't believe in God, you know, I still think, I mean, me personally, I do. But if you don't, I mean, even just thinking about everything happens for a reason. So just think of the positive. What I'm try- What I was trying to get at is just think of the positive things in life and don't worry about the negative. Because... The negative is just there to slow you down. That's right. So, but yeah, that's uh, one of those things I want to talk about. And then the extravaganza. So how did you like the extravaganza this year? I love that event every year. It's like the snake grabbing rodeo. It's like you see all these people you hadn't seen since the year before. And just seeing all the businesses grow, mm-hmm. you know, from last year. That's exciting. Yeah. And there, there was people from Louisiana and I think one person from like Missouri and um, I got his card, and hopefully we can, the Sippy Girls can do a, a show with him, maybe go out in Missouri, go hunt. Well, there were a lot of girls just from all over, not just in Mississippi, that you know were interested in what we're doing and want to be a part of the group. You know, just even if it's as simple as a newsletter, you know, a way to connect with each other, these girls want to be involved too, and it's not too late for anybody to be involved. We're constantly looking for people that, you know, are like-minded, any sponsors that want to be involved with it. And, you know, a lot of the Mississippi companies that are being supportive, it's really a way for them to get out there while it's early because this is such a huge organization. That's why I get so flustered when I talk about it because I'm so excited. Right. After talking to the girls just – over the weekend that come in there, I mean, we're 
teaching these little girls that they can live their dreams. Right. And, you know, they see you and they look up to you. And, you know, everybody, all these little girls were wanting to go take pictures. And, you know, even one of uh, the girls on Sippy Girls, you know, she, the, the ladies. And when I say girls... You know, everybody, all the us women, women, yeah, like to also think we're young at heart, so we just call each other girls. So even the the women that are a part of the organization now, they were like one of them was saying, you know, she joined because uh, she saw what you did, and she kind of wanted to be a part of something that is a little bit more than just her going out and hunt. And her little girl, her seven year old girl, is sweet as can be, and uh, I met both of them at a little meet and greet event at a camp in Flowood and the little girl you know talked to me a little bit the first time but then when we went to extravaganza she just came up and gave me a big hug and made me feel you know good like I was a part of a family and uh so growing up I never had girlfriends I never had uh anybody really to hang around other than two two of the girls all through junior high high school and we're still friends today but majority of the time, I was just around the boys. I was a tomboy. I liked playing sports. I never actually hunt, you know, went hunting or fishing until I got later on in life. But I'm trying to make up for that now. It's, That's how I was. Yeah. I didn't start hunting until I was 25. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're real mad at everything now. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the most favorite hunt you had so far? Oh my goodness, that's so hard because each of them means something so different. But um, my favorite hunt is the hunt with my dad, the picture that actually got me on the show. Yeah, I was, uh, we were in, down in the Jordan River. We had South Central tags and normally you don't get a very big gator in that area. We had hunted for like four straight nights in Mississippi, you're hunting from can to cane right and when you only have a 10-day window you get out there as much as you can and thankfully me and my dad were able to go for about four nights at this point we were ready to get whatever we could get and we ended up hooking into a monster gator we actually had tried getting this gator off of the hook because once you hook into it they don't know the gator doesn't know that it's hooked so You'll have a rod and reel, and you'll basically just drop down a treble bait that has three hooks weighted together, and you'll want to just drag the bottom and hopefully catch the underbelly where there's enough to be able to get it to snag, and we had done that, and the gator didn't know he was hooked yet, so he just starts walking along the bottom of the river, and the boat's moving, and we're like, oh my gosh, we got a gator on. You know, he's just moving the whole body. You can just tell he's just cruising. He's not trying to move fast. And when we got another hook into that gator, he just took us for an absolute ride. He was rolling all the way up into the boat. And when on the show, you know, we have one hand line that we're holding on to because that gator's caught in the stomach. You know, Mississippi and Louisiana are two completely different ways of doing it. And... In Mississippi, it's much more of a sport. They are just full of energy. I mean, they're fighting for their life. You know, they're they're wanting to get cut off anywhere that they right. can. That's why the bigger ones and the older ones are harder to get here. And it was just an, an incredible experience. It And it got to be with my dad, who um, passed away two and a half years ago. So it's just a, a hunt I wouldn't take a million dollars for. And then ended up, I took a picture with the gator, 
And I was laying across the back of it, and I know that there's a lot of controversy with trophy hunters and them taking pictures with something that they've hunted, but I wanted to show how big that gator was to truly respect how big this animal is. You know, he deserves to be respected. He lived a long life, you know, and each animal is essential to our habitat, and they deserve to be respected, and that picture is what got me on the show. All right. Well, you see, now, that was the first time I've ever heard about that actual hunt. Now, you told me about how you got on the show. Can you go into that or no? Well, um, I can. Ronnie and I, he does um, elite hog hunting down in South Louisiana at the time, and he was doing some hog hunts and out of his airboat, you know, and that's an experience if you haven't done it. And um, me and my husband went down there, and we went hunting with him. And there were some hogs running across the marsh, and down there it was in February, so you could see straight across there for just forever. It, everything, the marsh had already died. So in February, you can see for way further, especially really tall up there in the airboat. So we could see for about 250 yards away. There was this big pack of hogs running through there, and Ronnie was like, hang on, wait, I can get you closer. And I was like, just stop here i'll just shoot them you know he's like wait they're running anyways and so we ended up shooting all of them got up there to them and ronnie was just completely shocked he's like i don't know whether to be wait, wait, wait. so you were like traveling on the airboat mm-hmm. and shooting at the same time mm-hmm. so you were like navy and the hogs it. were moving you were you were the navy seals i was literally calculating how far in front of the hog industry <laughs> I was shocked myself when I got there, and they were all down. Okay. So where did that lead to? Well, the producers are down there a lot of times during the gator season. So that next gator season, Ronnie was helping with the filming. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that makes a gator season possible, as you know. So Ronnie was talking to one of the producers and was like, man, you really need to check this girl out. She can shoot and I've witnessed it for myself and they're looking for a female to be on the show and I went down there and talked with the producers and they're like yeah you got an interesting story let's follow you around so you had the interview with them is that right well I just went down there there is an application process you know they don't want to history channel wants to make sure that you know you haven't done anything you're not proud of (laughs) but other than that it was it was an application process, and it's really weird how it works out, and it goes back to you saying that, you know, whether or not you're a spiritual person or not, everything happens for a reason. Right. And that hunt happened for a reason, and it led to me meeting Ronnie, which led to them getting the picture and me being on the show. Yeah. <laughs> and then here we are, now starting our own uh, future show, be Sippy Girls. So pretty excited about that. Um Fingers crossed everything works out. and um, But no, if we get on to do something like that, you'll be a part of it. Absolutely. And uh, some of the other women on the group will be a part of it. And that's something that uh, is a perk of being a Sippy Girls member is just that if you have a business and you want it aired on this podcast or you want it promoted on the, the TV show, we're going to help you out. You know, if you want us to wear your T-shirt or your hat, whatever it might be, just to collaborate amongst women, it 
it's not only to have young girls go out and hunt and we teach them about conservation and other, you know, issues that might concern the environment. It's also about women helping women, you know, not only just with a social organization of us getting together instead of, okay, where do they have to go? If they only like to hunt and fish, it's not like every day you, you find another female that wants to hunt and fish with you. So you're left to go to the deer camp with a, you know, a bunch of men. And, you know, out of respect for your your husband, your boyfriend, it's not like you want or he feels comfortable enough for you to go out and just hang out with a bunch of men. So this is giving them that opportunity to hang out with women to go do the things they like to do. But it's not even about just that. You know, eventually Civic Girls wants to be able to pay these women to go out and be ambassadors or have those leadership roles. And, you know, for, for me anyway... I was in and out of law enforcement and, um, you know, having having babies. You know, going home to the house after uh, getting pregnant and, and being able to stay home with them for a little bit. But while I was staying home, you know, my, um, well, he's, he's ex at the, he's ex-husband now. Um, <laughs> but at the time, you know, being on one law enforcement officer's salary, it's pretty tough. So, for me, I didn't have an opportunity to be able to take care of my kids and be able to make a living. So it was one or the other. It was, you know, you go to work and hope you have enough money to have babysitters or daycare. Yeah. Um, or you just kind of lived off that one household income. And I've always been very ambitious. And I didn't want to live off that one household income. You know, I wanted more with my life and for my family. And so I want to be able to give these women that opportunity to be able to have their kids and go do something that can make them a living. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, Cause we haven't really t- got to talk a whole lot. I know well, no, I'm just sitting here thinking because I really wouldn't be able to do anything that I do as far as hunting extracurricularly, you know, mm-hmm. without my mom. I mean, I really do have a great support system. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be able to just, up and go gator hunting. I mean, right. you're in the middle of the night, and a lot of women don't have a support system that they can trust with their children. And that's something that you know puts the outdoors on hold for a little bit. Yeah, and your mom is the sweetest lady, I, I will say, and she tries to give back just as much as you do, and with the shower power. And what is that? Once a week, every that's Saturday on Fridays. Every Friday. So we actually plan on going out there, and I know you've been out there a few times to help her out, but she does, you you go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, it's a great organization. They have a truck set outside of a building in downtown Jackson, and it's a huge homeless population there. And, you know, it just goes to show the power of a shower. And they have a truck there where... These people can come get a shower. There's sometimes people there set up to cut hair. They can get a haircut, and they get a free set of clothes, a clean set of clothes. So that's been something that my mom has really leaned into since my dad passed away. She's really a caregiver at heart. So, Well, I know I have another volunteer for her because me and my mother were talking about last night, and uh, we were talking about – you and your mom and stuff. She, she's like, oh, I want to get involved. I used to do the Red Cross. I was like, okay, well, I got you some somewhere to go. And uh, so she's excited. She wants to help out. 
and uh, she's 67. She really just wants to get more involved, and, you know, she's retired from being a mama, so now she wants to be able to do more community service projects. And um, we could get a group together of all of our great moms. Yeah. <laughs> to, you know, help with new moms mm-hmm. to get out, you know? Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, so there was a girl last night, and I know we're going to, we're both of us seem a little stiff because I know Ashley, you usually are yeah, a more lot more relaxed. Oh, good grief. <laughs> so, um, Eventually, this this podcast is supposed to be more of the raw, unedited version of who we are every day. And, you know, for a lot of you viewers, you see Ashley on the show, which I still have yet to watch all of the show. But I That's get to, a shame. <laughs> but I get to see you every day, so that's, you know, it makes up for it. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just uh, it's fun to get out, and uh, we plan on doing more raw footage of things. So we actually wanted to do an ice plunge. We're going to do a, a one episode. I don't know when. I told the producer over here that we'll have to wait until I get sore. I've been working out a little bit more and running, and then that way that ice bath will feel good. But he's uh, convinced us that we need to do an ice bath. So that's going to be one of the episodes. And uh, I know he's excited. He's over here smiling like, yeah, I'm going to get them in the – it's going to be cold, but it's going to be fun. So we'll do that, and we'll just talk about, you know, the show, whatever we can talk about with Swamp People in the future. If you have any questions, that's something that you can send either one of us on our Facebook page. Do you have an email you want people to send it to? Basically just on my social media. There's a message option on there. Okay. And uh, if you have questions about Ashley or Sippy Girls, you can go to Sippy Girls dot info at gmail.com and you can send us whatever message you want go to or go to sippygirls.org and there's a way to contact us there if you have any questions or you want to be a sponsor or you want us to come out and talk to your organization whatever it might be but as this show this episodes go on it's going to really talk about what we deal with every day being moms being for me, being in law enforcement, what it's like. I've been in law enforcement for off and on past 11 years, 12 years. And with the agency I'm with now, I've been f- with them for the past five years, like full-time. So I have four kids at home, which I don't talk about a whole lot. And I uh, kind of keep my personal life to myself. A lot of people don't see that being on social media. You do. I'm looking forward to people getting to know you. Yeah. So I'm actually... I'm surprisingly very shy a lot of people don't expect that either but I want this to be that unedited version of who we are and you know if any mother or or father anybody wants to call in talk about their kids or you know some issues that they're dealing with we'd be happy to help Um, I'm no counselor by any means but I might call my sister up she's uh, finishing up her master's to be a psychiatrist so I might try to get her advice, maybe. But uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. And um, what, what about you? You kind of put me on the spot. <laughs> you know, I'm so multi-track minded. I just, it's hard to sit still. Mm-hmm. 
like normally when I have a camera up or, you know, I know that we're recording audio, I'm very busy, you know, pulling in an alligator, shooting one. So it's different just sitting (laughs) and talking. Yeah. So we'll get more comfortable as the episodes go on, I think. But uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, One of the ladies last night, let me just, I was up to, I don't know, it might have been like 11, 12 o'clock at night. I can't remember. But I was answering messages. So if you contact us on Sippy Girls, uh, the Facebook page, well, then I'm most of the time answering it. And I don't sleep. <laughs> it doesn't seem like anyway. So one of a lady from North Mississippi was asking, you know, a little bit more about Sippy Girls. And I told her we had our our first podcast today and I was like just go ahead and you know follow us and go listen to the podcast and we'll explain what we have in the future of what we plan on doing and uh she is from like I said North Mississippi so she's wanting kind of like a chapter up there and I told her I was like I hope to eventually have this across Mississippi and you know if any other state wants to start something like this in their state like i already got a good name for alabama it'd be bama girls yeah yeah so if they want to ever start anything like this i'd be more than happy more than happy to help them uh start up their organization because it's not about trying to keep everything here in mississippi it's about helping women across the nation and you know young girls get outdoors and yeah. just have that community aspect. I mean, you have the Jackson League Auxiliary. Is that how you say it? The Women's Auxiliary Team? I don't know how to actually say it. But they do a lot of charity events. They do the mistletoe. And I love going there. That's We were there last year together. That is fun. <laughs> you get to dress up. So Ashley goes from wrestling gators to being in a ball gown. Well, you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, it's super fun. You get to go shop and, you know, meet people that you've never met or just see people that you haven't seen in a while. But I want to do something like that with Sippy Girls. So we just came up with one of our events. We're going to have an event in December. It's going to be called Santa Soiree. You like that name? Yeah. So we have a, a lady from Vicksburg. She's going to head it up, uh, Melissa Reeves. And she's already hard at work at it, and this will be our first event. So basically what I wanted it to be like is, you know, the, you have those Ducks Unlimited. Yeah, and banquets. Yeah, the banquets, and, you know, they're all the same. And for the most part, most men put it on. Nothing against you men. But us women seem to have a little bit more... Um, Funny story um, <laughs> about the banquets. Okay. I won a Remington 870 12-gauge shotgun at a National Wild Turkey Banquet. It was the last gun to win. Uh-huh. And I thought, what on earth am I going to do with a 12-gauge shotgun? You know, this old bush beater, like, you yeah. know. And I went out there and taught myself how to turkey hunt did with you, that gun. Did you get one? And I got one. That's uh, That first year? Yeah, it took me 50 hunts. But I was bound and determined that nobody else was going to call my turkey in but me. Well, I just got a text from Mandy. She said, we're doing a great job. I just had to throw that out there. Okay, good. <laughs> I was worried. Yeah. Go ahead with your story. Well, um, I went out there, and I just couldn't get a turkey in close enough. And finally, one morning, a turkey gobbled to my truck door shutting. Mm-hmm. 
And then all of a sudden, three of them came in from all different directions. I didn't know which way to even go, you know. I shot him, and he just went ruffling all around on the ground. And I ran across the field. I remember being so excited. I threw my fist up in the air like, yes. Like that movie? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know that sounds so corny, but that brings me back to the fun things that the banquets Banquets can do. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have... Maybe a story one day, a little girl come up on our podcast and say, I was at one of your banquets and I won that gun. I taught myself yeah. how to turkey yeah. hunt. <laughs> a dream come true. Yeah. So, yeah, we're trying to do a banquet. But we're just doing it a little bit more feminine. So it will end up being more like a, a real event that people want to go to. Because here in Mississippi, you have a lot of rural areas. And, you know, you don't really get to go to major events. I mean, we have a little bit here in Jackson, but if you start going out to the Delta, it's, you know, scarce on what you can, you get to go to. So we're going to try to bring those to different areas of the state and just make it more of dress up, you know, who gets to dress up all the time, you know. So get to dress up and it really participate. You'll have a band there and, you know, we'll still do the typical live auction, silent auction uh, sponsor a table, get a table, but it'll just be, you know, there'll be tablecloths on the tables and, you know, some candles. Well, around. we have to know which fork is which. No, we're not going to go that fancy. <laughs> <laughs> just checking. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know how to do that. I just use the same fork. And then we I should do, the- like, um, we should have an etiquette class. Oh, I do know. <laughs> that brings me to... Uh, Brought something to mind. So if you turn your fork around, I don't know if you know this or not, but if you turn your fork around, that's supposed to show the server that you're done with that plate. Uh, I had my aunt taught me that like, I don't know, 20 years ago. I don't know if it's true or not. I've never like read it. Turn it, it over? Yeah. Yeah, so, on your plate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to show them that you're done. You're done. Take it. Yeah. Instead of throwing your napkin and all that in, into the plate, you know? So. That's about the only thing I know of etiquettes, etiquette but I do know that. Is so. that the grammatically? Oh, okay. <laughs> also, supposedly, you are only supposed to, if you're eating a steak, a filet, you know how sometimes, like us being mothers, we, we're going to cut up our steak, or at least for our kids, a whole lot of pieces, right? Well, if we're eating, we're only supposed to cut up one piece at a time. Whatever you are going to eat, you're only supposed to cut up one at a time. That's supposed to be some kind of etiquette thing. I think it's because it makes you take time in between each bite. Whereas, yeah. like, so you don't just go to shoveling food. <laughs> well, how I was taught in, in academy I went to, you got you to learn how you to eat got quick. A yeah. little bit of time. I never was good at it, though. Uh, I went through whenever I had braces, and they got on me. I was in trouble a lot. <laughs> For not for not being able to eat quick enough. <laughs> you had braces while you were in the oh, academy? Yeah, I did. And it was horrible because, like, I, I still pick my food apart like a little bird. It's, somebody's told me I eat like a bird. But in the academy, you got to eat really quick because they're on a limited time frame. And that's probably why you're not overweight, though. I mean, you know, every, everybody could lose a little bit. But with this new position with my with my job, I have to start working out again. They asked me whenever they, they're like, hey, would you like this position? I was like, absolutely. And then they said, well, have you been working out? I said, no, but it sounds like I'm about to. 
Which is not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, I have an accountability. Yes. And I mean, it's it's healthy. That's so good. Uh, not running in 100 degrees, but it it does feel good. It makes you sleep really well at night. So normally I can't sleep. And um, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm getting these texts. And uh, Mako, and I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Mako. Mako. <coughs> I never knew how to say his name correctly. And, um, but he's texting. And I, I hope I'm making other people laugh too. So, um, anyway, I, uh, I got in trouble a lot for that, but working out now and I'm excited to see how much I actually can do push-ups. It's been a while. It's been five years since I've went through the academy. So it's not been five years since I worked out. Don't, you don't have to look at me like that. No, I know. I'm just joking. Um, so, are you going to be going gator hunting this year? Yeah. Well, I hope so. And, you know, Emma got that tag. Yeah, so if she has the tag. I don't know if I can go because I might be working. But, and there's, you know, a limited amount of space on that, that boat. But Emma Powell, she got that tag. And we're actually looking for young girl to go out hunting with us. So we put it on Sippy Girl's page, and now that we have a, a podcast, we can put it on here. Yeah. So any girl that is under 18 that wants to go gator hunting here in Mississippi is welcome to apply. And the only thing you have to do to apply is just go to sippygirls.info at gmail.com. You know, put your name, your age, your phone number, and why you want to go gator hunting. And we're going to draw the name Probably the middle of August because I think the hunt is September, right? Um, well, I'm not sure what date that she had picked out. I know okay. that y'all have anywhere from August the 24th to the 4th of August. I mean, 4th of September. Okay. Well, we're going to find that out. But probably like the first week, maybe the second week of August, we will draw a name. So that way it gives them time to like prepare to... Um, come down to the Jackson area. It won't be in Jackson, but Madison County area. So they can come out and hunt. Yeah. But that'd be exciting. And uh, we'll, you know, that's one of those things that we'll have on the show, TV show. It's really, so we haven't really even talked about the TV show. Um, So we're trying to get everything going, and we plan on being on the Pursuit Channel. And we will be basically anything that comes our way is kind of what we'll showcase. It'll be another raw version of our lives and what we're doing with Sippy Girls and the banquets and and uh, anything we can to try to compete with each other. Like I was thinking ATV Park. We both go out there in our, you know, ATVs and see who can beat each other through the trails. I don't know. That sounds pretty exciting. We need to do some shooting soon. Yeah. I got to get ready for gator season, and I need to get... I've got a Benelli 30-06. The safety won't go on it. Like, I can't... I don't know if it got banged around, but, you know, Benelli has that special gas mechanism that helps with the recoil, and I don't know if it has something to do with that, but I'm scared to break it down any. I need to bring it by your shop. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't do it. 
but yeah, yeah. No, I have a gunsmith at the shop. So what she's talking about, because I, uh, again, we're so familiar with each other. This is new to us. So we're trying to remember some of the stuff that you guys don't know about us. So, yeah. <laughs> so I have a armory. It's called Ivana Williams Armory. And you can look it up on Facebook or you can look it up on Google if you're here in Jackson area and it will take you right there. It's in Pearl and I do gunsmith work. We do coating, gun coat, which is actually an application process you put on the gun. So it's a fancy word for saying we paint it. And that'll help with rust and right. just wear and tear. A lot of people bring their guns in, you know, grandfather's guns that are pitted out. It's going to continue to rust if they don't get it fixed. So they bring it in and we break it apart, break it down, and sandblast it, spray it with if they want gun coat or they want Cerakote, and then we bake it, put it back together, and it's uh, it looks just like new whenever we get it done. I mean, if it's really bad pitted, and you know, the, for the ones who don't know what pitting is, it's whenever your gun rusts and it starts causing pits because it's rusting so bad. So... So you're not really you're not going to be able to get rid of that pitting, but you will at least cause it, prevent it from rusting anymore. So with the rusting, you want to dig all the rust out to prevent it from like digging in there. Dig- I'm asking yeah, because no, no. I'm getting genuinely concerned <laughs> now about my gator gun. Yeah, so you're not going to get rid of the the best thing to do if you start noticing your gun rusting, get it fixed as quick as possible because once it starts rusting, it's going to rust very quickly. And just imagine a metal chair that sat outside. It doesn't take long for it to start rusting. Right. And the pitting is from how long it's been rusting. So it keeps going deeper and deeper into the metal. And I guess basically disintegrating the metal, if that's the right word to use. Uh, Yeah, breaking it down. Yeah. So the quicker, the better to get it fixed. That way you don't have those pitting. But you'll never get be able to get rid of that. Yeah. But at least you'll be able to prevent it from doing it anymore you know it's hard with all that water on the boat right keeping it clean all the way well that's what gun coat is supposed to be good for cerakote is supposed to i need to get you to dip that gun or cerakote yeah so what i've been told i'm still learning about the differences there's pros and cons to cerakote and gun coat and so gun coat is uv protected and cerakote is supposed to be they're not supposed to unless you get a certain series of Cerakote. But I like gun coat because it's smoother and it's not as rough feeling. That's and what I'll need yeah. for UV anyway. I just I just like it. it you know, Cerakote's a little bit more rougher texture to me, in my opinion. But, yeah, get your, bring your gun in. And if anybody else needs their gun in or they just want to buy some guns, you know, support a local, local girl then contact us at Ivana Williams Armory. And I'm thinking about changing the name. Are you? Yeah. Why? So I've actually, the reason why I went with (coughs) Ivana Williams Armory is because I had a marketing guy tell me, he said, if you have any future plans, which I actually would love to run for some type of political office one day. I don't know if you should say that on air or not, but I don't have a problem with just telling people, what I feel like doing because it goes back to what we're talking about how you know my plans are different than God's plans right yeah so yeah I have a plan to do that but that might not be God's plans you know so I'm not shy to say what I want to do and if it doesn't happen okay it doesn't happen wasn't meant to be 
and, and shoot for the moon. Right. So I um, was told, if you want to do anything in the future, then go ahead and put the building, your business as your name. Because that way you're marketing yourself instead of a product. So, like, I used to have a, a little company called Be Epic Gorgeous, B-E-G. And the reason I had that is I originally wanted a bridal store named Akira. Akira's. That's my daughter's name. And she's super girly. She loves, now she does love catching frogs and crickets and doing everything the boys do. But she also loves, she's very girly. She loves makeup and jewelry and her hair being done and all that. So I wanted a bridal or pageant dress store and named it Akira's. And the slogan was going to be, Beauty, Elegance, Grace, B-E-G. And uh, that came from my, like, favorite movie, Miss Congeniality. You know, the guy was on the stage, and he was saying, she's beauty, elegance, grace. And uh, so that's what I want. I love that movie. <laughs> I know. That's my favorite movie. That's got to be your favorite movie. Well, it's an FBI person, you I know. I love it. Um, and she's just, you know, doesn't realize how pretty she is and all that. I And, again, they go – kind of feel like I'm that ugly goose or what is it? No, you're not. Ugly duckling. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'm a lot more confident now, but whenever I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that. I did not have the financial support or ability to open that store, right? So I was thinking about stuff that I was doing at home whenever I was in between working in, you know, law enforcement patrol careers. And I started doing cups. I started Cerakoting and gun coat cups like tumblers yeti cups before they started painting them and that was a more masculine thing so i knew beauty elegance grace was not going to work for what i was doing right so mm-hmm. then i was like okay what can i do what can I be my mascot for a more masculine line right so then i came up with a german shepherd because i had a german shepherd at home and her name was sadie she lived to be 15 years old crazy um, I had one growing up, Baron. Those are the best dogs. I know. I've got a I've got an all black one now. I love German Shepherds. Her name's Nakoshi. Nakoshi. We've got one too now, Chevy. Yeah. I know we need to like breed them. Well, he just okay. got. Oh, uh, okay. Well, never mind. I know, and my oldest is like acting like I did it myself. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I had the logo, the BG. Still couldn't really come up with what would be good for a guy's name. Could never figure it out. And um, so I just named the BG Be Epic Gorgeous. That is so not masculine at all. But it was more of inspirational. And it was like, always be your best. And um, so I just went with that. And I started doing cups and uh, whatever else I could sell. I did monogram blankets for a while. And then slowly, I got into doing guns. And I did my first gun, and people loved it, and they wanted their guns done. And then I slowly kept on going from there. So 10 years ago, when I started painting tumblers, I never would have thought I would be in the gun business, ever. And so that's, I mean, it's one of those God things, you know. Here I am, I have a store, and... I named it Ivana Williams Armory, and so I've been marketing myself, but I want to just, I'm thinking about just calling it the Armory, and then still having that IW logo, which a lot of people don't even, can't tell it's IW, but 
if you look at my logo, it's an I and a W put together. Yeah. And so I'm trying to open a place down, hopefully down 49, somewhere between Rankin and Simpson somewhere. And if I do that, I'm thinking about just calling it the Armory and having that IW. What do you think? I like it. Um, We kind of deal with the same thing with having the law firm because there's so many other law firms in competition. You know, it's like. Yeah, that's right, because yours is Jones Law Firm. Yeah. Goes after your name. I mean, that, it makes sense to me. Yeah. You know, that way you're not having, when you shake somebody's hand, you say you're Ashley Jones or your husband, you know, says I'm Chad Jones. Then um, they don't have to, he doesn't have to also say, oh, I own Crazy Knots Law Firm. You know, it's, oh, you, you Same own thing, like, with Jones your armory. Yeah. Armory. But I, and that's why I'm debating it because I had somebody that I work with and he told me, cause I was told him I was thinking about changing it just to the armory and all that. He's like, well, you can look at it for two different ways. Yes, you do market your name, but then if you know, you're thinking of a guy's perspective and he's like, Oh honey, I'm going to Ivana's. I'm going to Ivana Williams armory versus, Hey honey, I'm going to the armory. Which one sounds better? Yeah. And, I mean, that's just kind of the world we live in. I'm not there, you know, but that's just something you got to kind of think about. Which one's easier to say? Which one's more marketable? I mean, but reality is, is we do the same thing, you know. Like, I don't want Chad or my husband, you know, if I'm spending a whole bunch of money on a certain gun that I can say is going to do this, this, and that and shoot from this far, then once I get it home, if I'm not doing it, then he's like, um, okay, what's going on? Why do we spend all this money? And it's the same thing as beauty supplies, you know, mm-hmm. or Botox or, you know, people spending money to look so beautiful and then they come home looking the exact same and it's just kind of <laughs> like, what do you want to get in less trouble for? Do you want to have a gun at the end of the day mm-hmm. or less wrinkles? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't wear makeup that much. You don't need it. Well, I mean, you, I think me and you are the same. Like, you don't wear much makeup ever. And so... I, I feel silly when I have it on, like, yeah, a clown. Yeah, when we went to Mistletoe, like, I loved it. It looked beautiful. Yeah, and your I, makeup looked great. And I have somebody, um, her name's Jamie Watson. She did my makeup. She's been doing it for the past couple of years. And she is fabulous at it. She has a, she does it uh, for a living. And absolutely amazing. I just don't feel comfortable because yeah. I'm not used to it. And... I just well, it's just our professions, too. You know, it's not something that's yeah necessity. <laughs> but, I mean, I've got some friends that I went to high school with. Uh, one girl, her name's Tabitha, and she has always just, she's very gorgeous with or without makeup. She's very gorgeous, but she's really talented at what she does, too. Yeah, I, It's an art. It is. It, I mean, they see it just like your your canvas, and they kind of they get to do what they want and what they feel like is going to look the best and they are they are really good at it i just uh i prefer just a little mascara and if i could get away with not even having that i would but i mean like with my job i couldn't imagine what my bosses would think if i came to work with a full face of makeup have you ever done a makeup makeover on someone no i've done that and that feels so much fun i i know their job has to be so much fun. You know, people that get to do it for a living. Right. No, just making people feel pretty. I'm not very talented in that aspect. Like, I I think 
I always look at the good of everybody and, you know, I I don't think anybody's ugly and because I think everybody's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds sappy and like corny and people are like, oh, whatever. But really, I don't look at that. I look at somebody's personality. And if you're kind to me, then you're beautiful. Yeah. If you're mean, I don't care how pretty you are, then that's where that ugly yeah. comes in. It's not. It looks so, fade so right. quickly. Right. And. I'm excited about getting old, and I guess that's, you know, you talk about wrinkles and stuff. I've noticed a couple more wrinkles on my face. Well, I'm squinting all day, so. That's that's what I'm talking about. Well, I smile all all the time. That's another thing I got kind of, uh, not in trouble for, but, like, got on to, because in my academy, I would smile about stuff you shouldn't smile about. I have that, too. (laughs) It's like a nervous tick. And they would always be, you know, say, Williams, why are you smiling? And, um. Do you joke and really inappropriate yes. times too? Yes, it was yeah, really, really bad. My okay. well, I got it from my dad. We were in line behind the hearse at his brother's funeral, and he started just to prevent from crying. He yeah. used humor, and so <laughs> as a child, I grew up thinking that that was normal. That's what yeah. you do, and so we at funerals sing like boom, 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 and then bites at us. That's terrible. I know. <laughs> But it That's keeps funny me from me crying, then. you know. Like, I listened to it the whole way to my dad's memorial. He wouldn't have had it any other way. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, I I always thought that I had, like, a, a sick sense of humor. It's a lot do. of, you know. And in my line of work, you kind of have to have it uh, because of some of the stuff you see and all that. And yeah. um, because if you don't, if you take it. I mean, it is a serious situation, but if you take it serious and you start thinking about, like, life and death and all that, it, it does start weighing on you. So just by making light of a bad situation, it mel- makes me feel better. I don't, you know, I don't do it in front of the people. So, that, I mean, I think Maybe that's, that's why it felt like we were long-lost sisters. <laughs> it's our sixth sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. So it was, uh, I don't know. I, I You guys will probably see a lot of uh, more our personalities come out but uh i'm not one to to joke like as far as make a joke i'm bad at jokes like i try like even my kids they'll try to tell me jokes and all that and one i don't ever get the punch line everything feels like a dad joke to you yes (laughs) and then if i tried to repeat it i would just embarrass myself so i i do not joke about that normally i'm joking about myself Actually, yeah, I, that's, that I laugh at myself more than anything. So. I do that too because it's like if I can't laugh at, I mean, go ahead and laugh with me because right. it's not going to change, yeah. you know, just like with the password deal earlier. Oh, yeah. Like. So <laughs> we were trying to get into live, and I, I know that we're, I guess, still on live. Yeah. So we only got, we've actually been here five, 55 minutes, and I can't believe it's been what? that, that quick. It 57. went by quick. Yeah. So, um, but no, we couldn't get into Facebook to do the live because Ashley didn't know her password and I'm admin on her page and I couldn't remember my password. So we're not really any help when it comes to that. Do not ask us, do not call us in a, uh, what is that show called? You know, you get a phone call. Oh, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, don't, don't call us. We'll forget everything. But um no it's all it's already been almost an hour and so I am happy with how this went. I have a few texts and people that I'm probably going to laugh at myself when I start reading them. And uh, I know you've been getting some texts too and 
we'll we'll talk about it later on. But it's been a great episode, and we're going to be doing this once a week, and we'll have a guest on next week. We're not sure who we'll have. So if you're interested in being a guest, then, like I said, reach out to us at sippygirls.info at gmail.com or go to Sippy Girls' Facebook page and contact us there or sippygirls.org and see what we have to offer and, and maybe be a member if you think what we are doing is something you want to be a part of. Well, then join us and help us out. But we appreciate you guys listening. Thanks, Ashley. Yeah, for had fun. You know, warming up with me because it took me a while, too. Um, and we, I look forward to talking with you next week. I look forward to it. All right. All right. <laughs>